Well, hello, hello, hello there, Canucks, and welcome back to Smodcast. I'm Kevin Smith, and I'm here with Scott Mosier. That's right, we're smoking some pot, and we're talking shit about stuff that we don't know anything about, but we did make some movies once, and that means that you have to give us a lot of money and a whole podcasting empire, which we didn't even have to really try to put too much effort into getting because we already had fame. Because Uh, we're rolling in Harvey Weinstein's blood money. Yeah, so welcome. To the fucking smodcast. Okay, this is a joke. Hi, I'm May Leets, and I am a psychopath. I am less of a psychopath and am oh, bullshit. bullshit. Fair enough. Um, and because we're both deranged, Raging, deranged people, we have spent the last week watching. Like, anytime the TV is on, it's a Kevin Smith movie. Okay, okay, okay. Let's walk this all the way back. Because, like, there's, like, so much to cover here. Um, why did we do this? Okay, I wa- we I made us watch Clerks because I was having a... a I wasn't even supposed to be here today um, vibe. And I was like, the only movie I know that really gets that vibe is Clerks. Even if I don't like Clerks very much. I will agree. The only movie that really gets that vibe is Clerks. So let's watch it. We watched it. And then we immediately became fascinated because I was like, did you know that Kevin Smith begins making very bad movies after this moment? And they were like, they were like fucking bet. So we turned on all of them. Yeah. So in chronological order of like, of the movies when they came out that we've seen. Yeah, we haven't gotten into the horror stuff yet, but we, we went. have we, <clears throat> Clerks. Mallrats. Mallrats. Dogma. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Clerks 2. Clerks 2. Then Dogma? No, that's that's 5. We did this. Right, right. It's, it's, just, it's just like, when did Dogma come out? Dogma like, came out after Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back? Yeah, I think I want to say it was like 99 or 2001 era. 2001. It was 2001. And I I know that because there was a significant event that happened in 2001. What the fuck was it? Do you remember there was something that I, happened uh, in 2001? I turned, I turned five. I, oh, I yeah. came back to, I remember to, that. to America from Swaziland. I remember that. Yeah, I was uh, there. Two weeks after. I don't know. There's some minor event that didn't really change anything in the world. Yeah. Just something uh, completely minor. Yeah. Um, that I totally didn't fly like immediately after. Okay, but now jokes aside, these are pre-9-11 comedies, and oh boy, oh boy, weird times they were. Weird fucking times. Now let's do a little ad read before we get too into oh, the yes. uh, paint over here. We would like to thank our sponsors. Uh, the YouTube show Blood Think, the RPG hashtag I Hunt, Hi. the Etsy store, Ambient Dream Studio. We're going to talk about all of those later on in the show. Yeah, but first, uh, we got to... <laughs> but first, uh, head over to Patreon. Oh, uh, yeah. Patreon.com uh, backslash excrement. You betcha. You can give me some money. You can buy ads. Yep. You can give me more money. Ooh. Buy more ads. Oh. Ju- justify <clears throat> me watching five fucking Kevin Smith movies. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the, the psychic damage <laughs> alone. Uh, okay, no, 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 no. So... um. Kevin Smith is not a not a minor figure in film. No. He appears like a minor figure in all of this, but he's a major player in in cinema of the last couple of decades 
Which is funny because he's never been good. No. Ever. He's never made a good movie. No. I mean, the best that he's gotten is Clerks. So let's talk about Clerks. First. I like Dogma. More than Clerks. Ooh boy. Okay, let's start with <laughs> let's start with Clerks though. We gotta start with Clerks. Yes. Let's so, do it in chronological order. Alright. And I'm just gonna fucking speed run these things. So Okay, well speed speed running is fun, but also take your time. Let's Right. I mean, but well, but yes. But we have five we have five movies to talk about. In so. an hour. I mean that's a lot. So go anyway, go go go. So Clerks um is about a dude who works at a like a like a like a little bodega or whatever, like mm, little community little, store. Yeah, community store. And his job sucks and he hates it. Um and he spends all this time hanging around with his best friend who's this like sarcastic, like just brutally honest asshole. Named Randall. Named Randall. And um he like breaks up with his girlfriend to try to pursue this other girlfriend he had and she ends up fucking a dead guy and is traumatized and the main character Dante realizes that he's wasting his life and needs to go do something with himself yeah so he decides that he needs to like start a business or go to college or do something uh capitalist with his life like Basically, um, the movie is basically, okay, so you know that thing where your dad sits you down and is like, why aren't you applying yourself, son, when you're, like, smoking too much pot? It's literally, like, he, Kevin Smith sits you down and is like, you know, if you really want your dead-end life to stop, you should just go to college. But it's coded as a leftist thing, which is really weird. Yeah, well, it's coded as a punk thing, which is really weird. Despite it being, like, the... Like just right wing propaganda. Well, okay, listen. Things just being kind of punk in 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 like a in like a um, affect way has been around. The Sex Pistols are right. punk, right? But ultimately right wing. They don't know anything about anarchy in the UK. So right. The fuck are they talking about? They just um, want to, you know, right. Get drunk and do heroin. Right. So, well, and ultimately, I mean, you have to look at it like this, like. A, sure, Kevin Smith probably was working at a convenience store at one point in his life, and so he kind of relates to or understands what that vibe is. But also understand that he, like, was given a loan, a, a Donald Trump voice, a small loan of a million dollars uh, to make this movie. So clearly, 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 he is not... Um, you know, the self-made person that he is portraying himself yeah. to be in the character Dante. Right. Um, well, well I, the reason I say it's, it's, it's left-coded is the voice of reason. Uh, the character is supposed to be the voice of reason and, like, the, the, the is wise. Is Kevin Smith. Well, no, it's... Right? No, uh, Randall. Oh, okay. You, Randall's yeah, supposed yeah, to be, yeah. like, 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 the truthful character, and he's, the like... honest best friend. Yeah, and, and he's wearing, like... Like a uh, uh, like a Soviet Russian, like uh, <laughs> or not Russian Soviet hockey jersey when they play hockey and stuff. So he's right. like, and he's constantly talking about you know workers' rights and shit. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, be it intentional or not, he's in there to to give a to to, to he give possesses some a, like a sarcastic activism. Yes. In him. Yes. Um. It's anyway, and so and so that's that's clerks. Uh. Well, Mal- hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick. Um. We got to do good and bad. Good about Clerks is that you get a general sense of like what the vibe must have been to 
you know, work in a convenience store in the 90s, right. sure. But also, if you've ever worked a dead-end job or you've ever thought that your life wasn't as much, it wasn't amounting as to as much as you wanted it to be amounting to, this movie kind of can speak for that Yeah. Um, if you're open to that. Uh, but at the same time, you can also read it as bullshit because it's made like by, you know, a white dude with a bunch of money. So, yeah, uh, which is fair. But uh, the bad about it is that the whole movie is spent uh, yelling at women and punishing oh. them and slut shaming them. Yeah. Uh, which is fun and awesome. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, uh, the no- whole fucking movie Dante is just like yelling at women. <laughs> well, so just as a general rule of thumb, the any Kevin Smith movie with a woman in it has extremely problematic takes. Well, yeah. So, <clears throat> so Kevin Smith's bit is he just like grabs any one of his friends and it's just like ding ding, get in there and beat the woman up. Yeah. Like so, it's just mall rats. He's just like Jason Lee. It's your time to go yell at women. And then like uh, uh, next, he's like Ben Affleck, get in there. You yeah. know, it's just like every movie is the exact same. Like I got a problem with my girlfriend. She's a bitch. Yeah. And you're like, wow, this is like blue collar well, comedy. But, it, but tour. it's even it's it's like <laughs> my like, wife. It's it's always like the girl is like, hey, you know, you need to stop. You should apply yourself and you stop sh- being an asshole. You should stop being an asshole and like, you know, you know, not play Sega all day. And, and he's like, like, is this and, because you've sucked twenty and, bi- five and, dicks? Yeah, and, and 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 they're like, hey, you know, why don't hey, can I, you know, I, you know, why did you make me sleep underneath your bed that one time, you know? <laughs> and he's like, he's like, why are you being such an asshole to me? What did I do wrong? Right. Well, and, fuck you, bitch. Well, and yeah, and you're just like, uh, he's gonna punch a drywall, and this is a comedy. <laughs> uh, so, it's like, God so, damn it, Kyle, chill out. Exactly. So, like, you get this like general vibe in the first movie of Kev's that where you're like, well, he's age, he's gonna age out of that male anger. Uh, yeah. And go and go into something a bit more mature. <laughs> 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 no, no. Um, it only so gets every, worse. Everything that you seem to like about Clerks dies at Clerks. Yes. Everything else about Kevin Smith, the dick jokes, the immaturity, the weird right wing kind of attitudes. Yeah. Uh, well, the racism. Yes. And the blatantly, I'm going to offend you. Well, Clerks only has <laughs> has, if I remember correctly, one racial slur. Which Thank is, God for that. Which is which is it all the number only goes up. Well, That's, and 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 the great thing about the racial slur in in Clerks, if I could say there's a great thing about it, is that it happens at the very end of the movie. Yeah. The movie is about to sell it to you, and you're like, you know what? This is a pretty solid five out of ten movie, minus the old screaming. And and then Jay comes in, says a racial slur, calls somebody a faggot, and leaves. Yeah. And you go, well. Well, there it goes. Anyway, <laughs> and down we go. Okay, so second movie, Mallrats. Oh um, Christ Almighty! So we watched this last night. And, yeah. Oh Lord. Okay, uh, the go, movie go, go, go. is about two absolute assholes, Jason Lee and guy from the nineties, who, who didn't end up having a massive career. Girlfriends dump them because for very valid reasons and because they're massive fucking assholes yes and they deserve it then they spend <clears throat> the whole movie moaning about how it's the girl's fault yeah and women not are, theirs. are problems yes uh, and it's, they want to fuck everybody that moves at the mall yes um and uh i mean there's not really much to the movie they end up getting their girls back because kevin smith's problematic um and oh yeah uh he uh there's a part where 
Jason well, Lee rapes a woman yeah. in an elevator, and then she likes it so much that she takes him back. Yes. Um, there's, also, there's also a character who shows up, and uh, the guy who rapes the girl is like, hey, this is my friend. She's 15. She's uh, writing a book about you know male sex habits between 15 and 30, uh, and she sleeps with a different man every night between the age ranges of 15 and 30, records them, and then, you know, you know, is is doing, you know, is writing a book about their their sexual habits. And it's like, she's and 15, you stupid fucking pedophile. Well, 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 there's that bit. And you're like, oh, the, you know, it could potentially be clever, right? It's like, she's I like, I mean, th- no, hold on now. Imagine the bit is, is she's like, yeah, so uh, guys don't give a shit that I'm 15 and they try to sleep with me anyway. So I'm documenting every time an asshole tries to sleep with me. That could be a good right. funny bit. But that's, but that's not what they do. Instead, they're like, yeah, I'm 15 and I fuck 30-year-old men all day long every day, yeah. which is totally okay and, and fine. That, all the- and then Jason Lee is like, well, if you fuck all these other men, clearly you should fuck me, well, right? Yeah, the movie Child. Thinks, the movie thinks it's awesome. <laughs> Like, like the, the movie, movie thinks it's fucking awesome. It isn't yeah. a critique of the sexualization of 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 children, of like teenagers children. in our society. Yes, right. Because there's very valid critiques about about how oversexual, like how how society oversexualizes teenagers uh, and young women. I wonder um, if Kevin Smith is one of those guys that's like, did I trigger you? Like, I wonder if he's like that. Yeah. Because so, because like genuinely, I wanna I wanna know what the fuck he was thinking here. So I checked out immediately, but then even in in the movie they they have a scene where they play one of these sex tapes to with a crowd. Ben Affleck. With Ben Affleck, yes, Ben Affleck's a pedophile in this movie. Um, uh, <laughs> everybody's a fucking pedophile yeah, in this movie. It's this movie I, is a pedophile party. This I checked out of this movie almost immediately. This is like because, Epstein's fucking island. Yes. Um, well, and here's what's funny about it. This one's produced by Universal and not by the Weinsteins. What the fuck? Yeah. Like you would think if any of these movies were produced by the fucking Weinsteins, it'd probably be the pedophile one. Yeah. But oh well. And okay, so then there's Jane Bob's adventure to whatever. Or That's exactly what it's called. Uh, it's Jay and Silent Bob's Strike Back. What? Okay. Um, I don't. Anyway, it is. It so, is Kevin Smith's attempt to do like a, basically a, a road s- movie, a like Star Wars esque road movie plus comedy. It just it, it it feels like every other comedy from the nineties. It's but the worst shitty. movie ever made. Yes. Uh, well, so <laughs> so um, okay, Mallrats unacceptable. Yes. Um, and Kevin Smith goes on to make more unacceptable movies, but Jay and Silent Bob is unacceptable because it is not funny ever. No, like ever, ever, um, ever. It's always the worst well, idea you've ever seen, and it's like movie forty three. Yeah. Well, and, and so all of his movies have the characters Jay and Silent Bob. Silent Bob is him, and Jay is his best friend. Like who is a uh, who I think is like a um, like a psychopath, self admitted rapist. Yeah. So, like but, I think he's literally been on stage before, and he's like, "So one time I fucked this girl without her consent." Yeah. And so, they were like, "Awesome." They're they're in the they're in Clerks. I'm pretty sure that happened. I'm gonna Google that. Keep talking. And Clerks are just they're just weed dealers who are kind of obnoxious, but in a funny way. In a like, hey, you know these like fucking you know you know young dudes just are like hanging out in front of the the grocery store, like being 
you know, weed dealer jackasses and and just like just being little little obnoxious obnoxious shits. They he then goes and no matter like what movie he's making, the two characters are in and they like the movies then just become like excuses for him to have a like a like a Jay and Silent Bob bit. And so right. so Jay and Silent Bob strikes back or whatever is I missed the first half, but if I collected from context, you didn't context miss much. clues. The they fall in love with diamond thieves who convince them to uh to try to rob a pet store so that so that the jewel thieves can can steal diamonds. Yes. And they end up with a, a orangutan and the movie just becomes them running from Will Ferrell the 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 cop well, and, and I think the movie asks a very important question, which is, can Jason Mewes carry a movie? And the answer is no. absolutely not. Um, well, and this is also... They, <laughs> absolutely they, not. They did this a little bit in Mallrats, but this is where he really starts just the entire Being movie. unhinged and unhinged. Unhinged. The entire movie is a reference yeah. to better movies that he doesn't like. Yeah. And is trying to get you to be like, yeah, that movie's stupid, when he's actively making the dumbest fucking movie you could possibly imagine. Yeah, well, and okay, so I googled the whole Jason Mewes thing, and so there's nothing, like, official about this, but I will say that when... So I've met Jason Mewes a couple times. I'm gonna just throw that out there. Okay. I've also met Kevin Smith a couple times. Um, I once saw a live podcast show where Jason Mewes and Kevin Smith, like, got up on stage, drank like six Red Bulls and talked about their sexual sexual escapades and it was some of the most horrific misogyny yeah well, I have ever heard. So regardless of whatever allegations exist that are formal, I will say that like Jason Muse comes across as a big like well, he predator he energy. Worked, he worked in the circle of Harvey Weinstein, and like legitimately, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if if Harvey Weinstein encouraged people to do what he did as like leverage over them, because he had because like Harvey Weinstein had a fucking like empire. I don't, know? I don't know. I you don't mean, know. Like I, you, you okay, okay, okay. Hear, hear me out on this. Can you imagine uh, Ben Affleck trapping a woman in a hotel room and masturbating in front of her? Yeah. Can you imagine Kevin Smith doing that? Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. Can you imagine Jay doing that? Yeah. Can you imagine uh, Quentin Tarantino doing that? Yeah. <laughs> Who, like, yeah, I mean, it's just like <laughs> Harvey Weinstein surrounds Everybody himself. that Harvey's near. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, so they're it's all, like, they're all weirdos. It's, 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 I, I think, I think that the, the Weinstein and Hollywood you know the Weinstein people in Hollywood have tried to push this narrative of like, oh, it was just kind of it was Weinstein. just him, yeah. But but it was like, kind of, you know, I mean, it was should... the stuff he was greenlighting too. Yeah, well, go listen to like the Behind the Bastards on on Harvey Weinstein, and it's like he had a fucking like everybody like, like, knew. like a rape mafia. He yeah, had everybody he, like, fucking like, knew. He had the he, he had this whole like like you know system with this like. All these fucking people who were whose job was to help him rape people. Yeah. So it's to like keep it accountable. And, and so it's like unaccountable. You know, when people are, are are making movies that he's paying for about you know this fucked up misogyny. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's to like, justify his behavior yeah, off screen. And it's like, wow, I fully believe that Kevin Smith is a absolutely fucking nightmare rapist. Um, Based on his 
actions and the things he puts in his movies and the company he keeps. Yes. Anyway, so so with uh, that, with that, well, okay, okay, okay. It's important that we do this because, like, when you make this identifying moment, right, where we're vibing watching these comedies, and then we all look at each other and go, "Oh my god, is this movie just a giant rape monster?" And right. then you you watch any other Kevin Smith movie and you go, "Oh my god." All of these are giant rape monsters. So, ah! yeah, and then so, so that brings us to Dogma, which is my favorite Kevin Smith movie. Because if I had I to choose, don't one. think it features any rape scenes. No, it's which it, is very good for Kevin. It's, it, it 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 still has horrendous takes about women. Absolutely, but it's 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 a lot. The it's takes, also just got bad takes in general. It, it does, but the takes are less. The the takes on women are less bad in, uh, than in other movies. It's clearly a movie where he he went. I'm not going to make a movie about uh, man pain. I'm going to make a movie about God. Yeah. So and so thank the Lord <laughs> above that he put his like I'm going to punch a drywall away. Yeah. To make a movie that wasn't about I'm going to punch drywall and fuck fifteen year olds. Yeah. So Dogma is about two angels who God kicked out of heaven. They've been trapped on Earth, and they figure out that, that is Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, yes. by the way. Uh, and they figure out Miramax. that if they walk through this specific archway in this church opening, that run by George Carlin, <laughs> yeah, their sins will be forgiven, and they can go back to heaven. Unbeknownst to them, that will cause all the reality to collapse in on itself, ending the world. So God selects a woman uh, to go and stop them. She is guided by Alan Rickman, Silent J. Or Silent Bob and Jay and uh, Salma Hayek. Yeah, Salma Hayek. Yeah, Uh, and so they have to go stop. And they're a Star Wars like band doing a road trip movie. Yeah, it's basically well. So every movie that (laughs) that Kevin Smith makes is either Man Pain or Star Wars. Yeah. Well, and so (laughs) so this movie is weird because half the movie is. Is the most obnoxious, stupid, shitty stoner jokes like, like hey, hey, I want to fuck this this woman. <laughs> You're my girlfriend, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, kind of shit. That's just like the Kevin Smith special. But then the other half of the movie is. I remember there there is a rape rapey bit now. At the very end of the movie, when they're all about to die, Jason Mewes pulls his his dick. Oh out. yeah, he's like, well, we're all and gonna he's like, die. We're all so... gonna die. So start sucking my dick now. Yeah. You said you would. Now do it. Yeah. And so, even though uh, the character yes. never said they would. Well, okay. So I was watching that. Um, not to keep rattling on about this, but I was watching that Bill Cosby doc that somebody did, mm-hmm. where they were like analyzing his comedy, and they were like, you know, like he makes an awful lot of jokes about Spanish Fly. Yeah. What's that about? And then they looked into it, and it's just date rape. And yeah. uh, they were like, oh. So he's been joking about date raping people since the goddamn 70s. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and so you watch this movie, or I'm not, and you see the, the moment where Jason Mewes just pulls his dick out, and you're just like, okay, oh. that's one of those moments where I'm going to file that one later. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. When, we, when we learn that Jason Mewes can't stop <laughs> pulling his dick out, I'll, I'll go back to this. Yeah. So, um, Anyway, so so in, in in Dogma, the half of the movie is the stupid stoner jokes, and the other half is like, is Matt Damon and Ben Affleck actually discussing really serious like 
deep theological from an insider perspective like bits from an insider perspective and it's like it's like you know Catholic. and it's not it's not your like it's not it's not the 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 kind of theology that you talk about you know after you've googled it it's the kind of like some of the stuff they talk about it's the kind of theology that like that that like the times i've heard it talked about is when i was like having lunch with people who had doctorates in theology right right so they're not like it's really weird because because he's both wrestling with some really highbrow theological concepts and then immediately jump cutting to to his best stoner friend wanting to fuck a girl just because she exists well so 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 kevin smith has a a, a postmodern sensibility which i fucking hate uh, and but no meta meta modernist bone in his his body. So when he makes a movie, he's like, "Oh, well, I'll make a movie about theology from an insider perspective." But he never looks at it from a meta perspective, like a mm-hmm. totally meta modernist perspective, where he's like, "Well, what about like religion as it exists philosophically, right? You know, or metaphysically, right?" He doesn't really consider that. He's just is like, "Well, this is what the book says," and I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make jokes about what the book says. Yeah, and and it's very um it's very uh, it's it's accepting of the way things are right it's it's te- it's kind of like teasing the ability to rethink it without ever giving you the the possibility of thinking outside of it it's like it, it it's like father john misty discusses theology <laughs> pretty much um anyway so that's that's just that's just that whole movie um and then what was the last one Clerks 2. Oh, yeah. The Fuck! The worst movie I've ever seen in history. So, okay. I mean, we're going to bitch about this for a hot minute. Yeah. And then for so the, this is like... Is this, this one's the pinnacle of yeah. oops. So, remember when we when we talked about Randall? Oops! When, and and, we, and we, we talked about Randall as the sarcastic, like, <laughs> like was... voice of reason. Okay, 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 okay. There was a moment in this where we were sitting down watching this, and the first like fifteen to twenty minutes of it, we were like, "Wow, this is really mean spirited." Yeah. And then about thirty minutes into it, everybody in the room's jaw dropped to the floor, and we about got up and left, like right. our own living room. Yeah. We were like, "Oh my I, god!" I. It was so wrong. I yes. was like, my head spun. So, <laughs> Clerks Two is set 10 years after clerks one and allegedly allegedly. and so the all of the i'm gonna i'm gonna be my own man and do my own thing stuff didn't 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 happen (laughs) uh the only reason he stopped working at the gas station was because at the start of the movie it burned down Mm -hmm. so then him and randall go and work at a fast food joint (laughs) um i wasn't even supposed to be here today yeah uh, and so working at this fast food joint, uh, uh, Dante has a serious fiance that he's about to move to Florida with and pursue a successful life. Um, then, Which, as you know, a crime and bad to do. Then he falls in love with his manager at the fast food restaurant and uh, torpedoes his life. Uh, and, and then and chooses willingly to remain in New Jersey. Yeah, so because then, that's where his heart is, right? They, so well, at the, I they, mean, they, I know they, that we're gonna talk, we're gonna yeah. bitch about it, but at the core of the movie, the movie, the movie is about staying put, yes. and accepting your role in the world and yes. not ever wanting more. So they borrow money from Jay and Silent Bob, 
who are also characters in this, like they're 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 in all of them, and they fucking suck. <laughs> so they borrow money from the weed dealers that they spent two movies trying to get to fuck off from in front of their storefronts. Yeah. To to open the 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 bo- convenience the store as their own business as their own Ooh-hoo-hoo. business. Ooh-hoo. So, well, the, their own bodega. Huh? Yeah. And it's uh, so anyway. So I think <coughs> most like most of our complaints in this are going to be about Clerks Two and everything that we're going to complain about in Clerks Two. You can see in his earlier movies, he's just not like blatant about it. But right. like Clerks Two. Randall, who like in Clerks one, Randall is an absolute asshole, but he's also like like every like. But he's right. But he's right, and he's also trying to help his friend Dante. But in this movie, but in he's this, he's an asshole and he's wrong. He's a he's a and high, unquestioned. He's an, he's a high school bully the yeah. entire movie at at best. Like in in Clerks one, he doesn't like he hates customers and is a dick to customers. But they but, deserve it. But like they're you know, he's a retail worker and they're customers. But like to the people to actual the people he cares about, like he's right. he's an asshole, but he also like is looking out for them. Right. Like and, and So and he like makes fun of the autistic nerd kid that works at the movies with them. So they got a job at a fucking burger place because the bodega burned down. Yeah, and so so he, and so he just like relentlessly the whole movie is just relentlessly mocking this like you know the nerdy christian kid you you work with but it's like it's just so fucking mean-spirited where it's not even like it's not even funny making fun of it's just like it's just every time he's happy they punish him yeah it's like he's like yeah i like transformers and then he just fucking berates him for liking transformers for like 20 minutes yeah and lord of the rings he's like lord of the rings is like gay ass and lame and fag bullshit yeah. Fuck you for liking it. Yeah, it's it's just like, it's like where where is the Randall who like who who was a dick but also cared about people, right? Right. Well, and because like I see I see this movie completely different than Kevin Smith sees it. Like based on my own knowledge of the character, I would see Randall as kind of taking this kid under his wing. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> see, and I'm like, I I feel that I I empathize with with movie one Randall because I also like feel a lot of this like it's like. It's like when someone's like, you know, if I'm working with someone and they're like, you know, they're, you know, I'm working with them, like I'm on their side, like they're my friend, you know, I am like, like just, you know, you know, stripped away from all of my like, you know, you know, what I, what I am, what I cognitively know I'm supposed to interact with people. I'm just kind of like that kind of like, you know, that kind of asshole where it's like, you know, hey, you know, here, just truth, like, like 100% truth, you know, kind of, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be a dick and call you out. But it's because like I care about you or whatever, mm-hmm. and so it's like you know you know I think I think there's a heart of the like someone who's just so fucking weary of capitalism and living under it, you know that that they have no time to bullshit. Yeah, but like but then they just turn into like someone who is just a fucking asshole for no reason. Where right? Well, you would think that Randall would be like you know this kid. I understand. This is his job. He's trying to make money. But instead, he's like, you ever had pussy boy? Yeah. No? Well, then you're a faggot and a virgin and a virgin well, faggot. Yeah. And you're like, wow, Randall. Well, Whoa, there's, now. There's a bit in, in, in Clerks where he, like, watches trans porn. Yeah. And he's, and, like, and he's like, this is fucking awesome. Look at these. These girls have bigger dicks than me. This is fantastic. Yeah. That's literally a line that he says. Right, but now, if he saw a trans woman in Clerks 2, he would be like, 
that's a man in there. You know, yeah. he'd be that asshole. Yeah. He absolutely would. Well, be, uh, it doesn't make do any sense. Do you think that because of the homophobic rants that they go on in the movie? Oh, it could be that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and the, 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 the racist rants. Well, anyway, okay, so I want to- We wanna, haven't even gotten there. I want to go to- I want to do the ad break. Okay, before we got to do the, the ad before we start talking about the racism. And we are not going to say the things they say. No. I'm sorry, but we are not going to do that. No. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm just going to let that be in the air right now. No yes. one will be saying those words. No. All right. Ad read. Ad read. What bit are we going to do this week, May? Thinking? Thinking? On, Pro- it. You got, got it? it? Got you got it? it? Well, partner, it's been a nice time on the dusty trail this evening, <laughs> but I think it's time to retire by this campfire side oh. and maybe talk about our favorite products. Well, <laughs> what do you well, think, well, partner? My my favorite product while I'm while I'm rolling through these dusty the trails, dusty trail. herding these cattle, <laughs> is sitting down by the campfire. Cracking open a can of beans and playing some hashtag I hunt with, with the me. with the cowboys with the cowboys with my with my homies. We talk about how much we like to bang prostitutes and kill werewolves. <laughs> Yeehaw! My favorite part about I hunt is is its critique of of, of the of, of 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 the capitalist traps like Uber and yeah. how they exploit the common folk. Yeah, get on your horseback and saddle up the mule. Um, you know when I'm out on the dusty trail, sometimes I get real real lonely and sad. So I like to pull out my old drawing from ambient dream studios and unfurl it like a like a parchment you you can you can put it on your horse so so you can look at it while you while while you're setting up your 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 sleeping bag and going to bed don't get it too close to your campfire now uh you can also buy leggings which are great for when you're when you're spitting all day in the saddle. Yeah, you know, you don't want to get chafing, scuffed up in there, get in your boots. Um and sometimes when you're out on the dusty trail, you need to pull out your old rectangle and and watch some fucking animated show. And whenever <laughs> whenever I do that, my favorite thing to watch is Blood Thing. Oh, yeehaw, buddy. Yeehaw. It's a- That's my favorite show. I love to watch that one over a can of beans. And whenever I whenever I finish these uh these cattle drives and I have a few extra pennies in my pocket, <laughs> I like to go over to patreon.com backslash excrement. Oh, is that where you could buy some shit? Well, you can't buy some shit, but you can leave you can, some. You can leave some money. <laughs> Listen, sometimes on the old dusty trail, I like to leave my money places for no reason at all. <laughs> can so, I do that with you <laughs> at patreoncom slash I mean, <laughs> okay, this ad read is completely gone to shit. Uh, Patreon.com slash excrement is the. <laughs> I'm gonna have All to right. go to. I'm gonna have to take a nap for the next five minutes before we can. No, no. We're All right. Back in. Uh, we're back. We're back. Okay. That was eventful. So, uh, the biggest problem with 
with fucking Kevin Smith is in the middle of, of Clerks 2. Uh, Randall calls black people a racial slur. Not the big one, but one of but those a like racial slur. one of those like minor like like nineteen forties you know things that just aged out because they're really stupid racial slurs. Well, and so the bit is that he said that his grandmother said that that wasn't like she told him that and in a way that wasn't offensive, so he never thought that that was offensive. But right. then when they're like, "That's a racial slur," and he's like, "No, no. it's not." Here's a list. It's of not every like a racial slur, well, and he well, says them right in front of black people. Yeah. Well, he's like, he's like, no. Wanda I, Sykes, in fact. He's like, it's not a racial slur. I didn't say the N word, and he says it with a hard R, and they're like, "You can't say hard R N word." And he's like, "What's wrong with me saying hard R N word as a, in context?" Yeah, and he's like, and he's like, and also here are a list of every like an exhaustive list of every racial slur ever yeah and he's like i'm not racist so i'm allowed to say these i mean rattles these off and then he because he's of course he does this in front of wanda sykes a black woman (laughs) um and then he because he's trying to retake the original racial slur he he writes it on the back of his shirt for the rest of the movie now what exactly does it mean to retake a racial slur when it does not apply when to you? When you are a white man. Yeah, that's like saying, yeah, I've decided to, nope, nope, there's no way I can I can do an example because that's it's just that race. It's just, yeah. there it is. It's racist, okay? I hate that this keeps happening to us, Neo, where we're like, let's watch movie from 10 years ago, and then we go, uh-oh, racist. Well, so... <laughs> So, I, so I, I missed out on the initial watching of Clerks. I. But then you caught up. We watched. We it. watched. Yeah, we we watched it later. But we Dogma was my first, the first one we watched. Then Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Then Clerks two. Mm-hmm. And then we watched Clerks one, and then Mallrats. Yes. So. I was going somewhere with that, and I, <laughs> I just derailed myself. No, um, no, okay. So, um, it's like you know, watching Dogma. I, 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 it's like this guy's kind of a dick, and his stoner humor is stupid. But I like, I like, I like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck in it, um, right? Because I, because you like their general energy at this time in history. Yeah, I just, I just, I just like like how they talk. Well, and I will say that, like, there's, like, a, a well, level of toxically masculine that isn't necessarily as rampant in the Matt in, Damon, Ben Affleck stuff in these movies. Right. Whenever it's Kevin Smith, Jason Mewes, and Randall, they're just like, what if racism and sexism... Oh, and also Jason Lee. Jason yeah. Lee is, like, the ultimate... He's like Ryan Reynolds if he... Like, in waiting. Um, He's like Ryan Reynolds in waiting... Right. I, I was gonna say that there's more to that, but no. Well, I mean, pretty much. And so it's He's like Ryan Reynolds and waiting. It's, it's like you know, I will, and it's, it's I always whenever Matt Damon and Ben Affleck are together, I always interpret them through the lens of Goodwill Hunting. And so you know, and good, and, you know, Goodwill Hunting, you know, it always makes you happy because you know that one day Matt Damon's gonna leave. Yeah. Well, and, and I like <laughs> He's I very love smart. You I, see. Well, my favorite part about Goodwill Hunting is actually just like how Ben Affleck's character and Matt Damon's character interact. And and, and, and and how like you know they're kind of shitty obnoxious like toxic dudes but also you know they are like caring for each other in their own way and you know the whole the whole like monologue where Ben Affleck is like it's like it's like you know what 
he, or he talks about, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, every time the best part of my day is when I drive up and you don't know in, in, in the moments where, where you haven't opened your door yet. Cause maybe you fucked off. Like, I just, I just love that, you know, that whole rant and yeah. stuff. And so I always, you know, I always just interpret Ben Affleck and Matt Damon through, the through, through my love of goodwill hunting. Right. Um, and so it's like, you know, in Dogma, it's, I, I'm, I just kind of like, I'm kind of like, I have my blinders on because I just like You're Matt just like, Damon. like, thank God they're here, but God damn, why is it a Kevin Smith movie? Yeah. It's like, why is Silent, or why is Jay and Silent Bob in this fucking movie? Yeah. Um, but then it's like, as we continued to watch it, it was just like, he just fucking hates women. Mm-hmm. And he, and he like, it's just blatantly. Oh, yes. And he, it's like, he hates it from, he, like every movie he's made is is the male manipulator movie, but like to the nth degree. It's right. like it's like if if Scott Pilgrim or uh, Fight Club. It's like Club, if Morrissey made movies. Yeah, it's like it's like if they made like it's like if 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 all these made like shitty two thousand comedies. <laughs> it's like if Fight Club was a shitty two thousands comedy, you know? Yeah, where it's, it's like just like douchebag bro, like with Fight Club poster. It's like uh, thinks that women suck the movie. Yeah, it's it, kind of weirdly. They're also kind of weirdly incelly. They're all incels. Like, yeah, it's, it's. I mean, that's the big thing, right? Is like, they're all incels. Well, and it's just like. I mean, Jay and Silent Bob, right? They're they're incels. Yeah, and it, that's the bit. It's, yeah. Well, and so it's like, at the start of Clerks Two, I was like, damn, this is kind of reminding me of Eli Roth, you know? You know, just yeah, this, this, this just like so hatred. Mean. Yeah, you and can this just like mean spiritedness, the, the meanness, and yeah. they, and then immediately they go so much further than in, Eli Roth and mean spirited. Even though, okay, well, you so, haven't seen Cabin Fever, but <laughs> I haven't seen Cabin. <laughs> There's Fever. There's some racism, but but <clears throat> from what I've seen of Kevin Smith and Eli Roth, I I have to apologize to Eli Roth because Kevin, Kevin Smith is genuinely the king of being a piece of shit yeah. on screen. So Kevin Smith takes the takes the <laughs> hateful cake, and and I'm going to. Re- uh, rescind some of what I've said about Eli Roth because he is not as bad as Kevin Smith. I still, he's still shitty and hateful, and I right. hate him for that. But he's not as bad as Kevin Smith. But having watched Kevin Smith, you know, you he gets some brownie points for not being as bad as Kevin Smith. Well, okay, so so here's the thing. We've bitched about Kevin Smith for a bit. We talked about all his movies, um, but we didn't talk about Chasing Amy or Cop Out. Or uh, we we were only talking about his classics, classics, Neo, his classics. <laughs> his classics. Um, we will be probably covering his other movies at some point. But the the point is here, his influence is extremely felt. For instance, right now we are podcasting. Kevin Smith is partially responsible for the mass popularization of the podcast. Well, and also of of Marvel. Um, yes, and comic books as a main as a mainstreamed idea. Mm-hmm. Um, when people are like, comic books are for nerds and not for everybody, they're referring to the attitudes in Kevin Smith movies, pretty much. Like, uh, you can pretty much. I find that whenever anybody is ever harassing me these days uh, or saying some dumb dude bullshit, I just imagine they're Kevin Smith, and then I laugh and I don't feel <laughs> bad anymore. Yeah. Because it's just like, oh, they're like 15 and they're an asshole and they think that tits are awesome and weed is cool. Yeah. Weed's cool and tits are awesome. Yeah, they don't have a fucking. There's nothing wrong with racism. 
Well, and it's just it 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 strikes of consequence free behavior. It's just like he's been just doing this shit for a hot minute and well, nobody gives a shit. And it's like you know, in the real world, if if Jay and Silent Bob existed and they acted like that, they would get punched in the face. By me. By I everybody, by so many times, right? It's like, you know, th- there's a certain level of like, of like, you know, if you live in a society and you behave like that, you are going to be like <laughs> punched in the head, you know? And it's well, like, I suppose the idea is that if you're in New Jersey, this is just how people is in New Jersey. And it's just, it's, that's not how people is in New Jersey. Yeah. So it's, people aren't like that anywhere. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, there, there's an element of like, you know, you know, it's like, you just need to get punched in the fucking face. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, and and so this is this is the uh, this is a, a shining example of the permissive two thousands uh, based on Weinstein's direction, right? So it's like you know, obviously blame Kevin Smith and his cohorts for all of this, but also understand that this was enabled by Weinstein, and like this is like these comedies represent an ideology mm-hmm. for a time period. Right. And that ideology is not gone. No. It's still there. And it's it's kind of like if you want to break down the comic book gamer dude, you can pretty much just watch any old Kevin Smith movie, you know, watch watch him punch some drywall because he can't fuck a lesbian and there you go. Yeah. You did it. Yeah. Well, it's just Well, then It's literally that. Is there is there no more incel behavior than punching drywall cuz you can't fuck a lesbian? <laughs> yeah. I too would would just lose my mind. Yeah. Well, and, and like, you know, we haven't even talked about how Kevin Smith hates a lot of very good movies and will complain about them in his movies. A lot. A uh, lot. But like he he bitches about Peter Jackson like very seriously, but his complaints about Peter Jackson are like yeah, those movies are just people walking for a long time. And it's like, but, bitch, your movies are people sitting down and, and yelling at women and punching drywall. And for an also hour and walking. Half. Like Bitch, what are you talking about? You think your stuff is, is what you can't if you're living in a glass house, you can't throw a stone, man. Right. You know? Where it, it's just like, you know, it's it's he can only communicate through the medium of like, hey, we both saw this movie. You know, we, we, it's like, it's like he doesn't have anything original to say. References. So he needs you to, to like have seen other media for his movies to have content in them because he just refuses to make his own bits. Well, and so the, the thing I would compare these movies to the most is Tyler Perry Medea movies <laughs> because basically Jay and Silent Bob are Medea and they, you trick a stoner into going, an incel stoner into going to see this, and then you hit them with the, like, weird right-wing ideology. Blame, right. blame women for your problems. Yeah. You know? uh, it's not your fault. And also, you know, if you attack a woman in an elevator and make out with her, she'll love that. That will not be something she hates and thinks is terrifying. Um, yeah, the every every... Every male character in these movies are the epitome of, of I sent you a dick pic. Why, why won't you why, fuck me? What's wrong? Why won't you respond? And and oh, you don't like, like unsolicited nudes, you fucking slut. It's like it's like every movie is the pinnacle of that ideology yeah. and that attitude. Well, and you're just like, goddamn, who would want to watch this for like a significant period of time? And it was just like, damn, was was the entertainment options like back then so limited that this was like considered avant garde? Right. Well, it's like the I, fuck. <laughs> at a job I worked at one time, 
uh, they they were like, we're gonna watch a movie there, and so we so someone was like, oh, this is like the funniest fucking movie I've ever seen. They threw it on. There was some like early two thousands road trip comedy where it's like these teens are like hike going on like going through Europe before they go to college. Like it be and it's, yeah. it's because the main character like had a German girlfriend who he like, th- who his best friend gaslit him into thinking it was a, it was a dude and so he like Ooh. went on this rant and like broke up with her Ooh. and then realized that he just like made a mistake so they're going to go to Germany so he can go and like win her back in person and Ooh. so it's like a European road trip movie but it's like is it Euro trip I think it is that sounds like some shit it's, I don't want to watch that movie but it was like it was like. <laughs> Do not want to watch it. Right, but I think it's just indicative <laughs> of like of the comedy of the early two thousands where it's all just so fucking hateful and like shitty and targeted. You know, They're just like, grab a gay, let's make fun of the gay yes. for an hour. Yeah, let's well, the, and it's like we, we, we talk about how Adam Sandler is just fucking unacceptable, right? Because he comes in there and he's like, Fat people fall down and fart. They're and everyone's gay. What a loser. Yeah. And you're just like, wow, so <laughs> hateful. But like Kevin Smith is not any better. Matter of fact, I would say Kevin Smith is potentially more dangerous because at least Adam Sandler doesn't give a shit. Kevin gives a shit about like the wrongest imaginable behaviors like right. and is dedicated to them and is trying to tell other dudes that they're okay and you should do them. Yeah. And so like every time a dude ever corners you in a room and begins jerking off and is like, what's wrong? I thought you would like it. Just think about that moment in Mall Rats where you're like, oh, every dude who watched this and saw Jason Lee do that was like, oh, she's going to love this. Right. It, and so this is encouraging rape culture. Mm-hmm. It's encouraging rape culture. It's perpetuating rape culture. And it's also painting it as okay when it's a crime. And so if you do the things that happen in these movies, they are crimes. Well, it's it's like against women and they're wrong. It, it's it's like that dude who's like he's like he's like dude, it's like it's like women like they just want to be fucked. So if you just if you just fuck them, you know, you know, you know, they'll like no you is if they the say first no. yes. Yeah, no is the first yes. Yeah, it, it's literally no is the first yes. Like idea. the movies. Yeah, and and uh, you know, it's not like there's only one. They're all that, and yeah. so I can sit here and bitch about the fact that he says a bunch of racial slurs. Like Randall says a bunch of racial slurs, but the big problem with that is a Randall ain't that character. So. Clerks 2 is irrelevant to me. It's literally just Kevin Smith using characters that he's written in the past to, like, explain away his racism, bigotry, and misogyny. Once again. So, shocker for nobody. Uh, But the thing is, racism and, like, homophobia and stuff like that, it's hard to sit here and talk about it at, at length because it's pathetic. It's fucking pathetic. And it's lame. And it's, like, the lamest kind of writing because... You couldn't come up with anything better. Yeah. This is all you had, huh? And so if this is all you had for Clerks 2, why did you make Clerks 2? Oh, because he wanted to say these things. Yeah. So let's not pretend that this isn't something that, like, you know, I know how many people are on a movie set, okay? It's not 10. It's not 20. It's like 40, okay, for a scene, okay? Even on an indie, it's pr- a lot of people see something before it hits the screen. Mm-hmm. This the the behavior in these movies was seen by hundreds of people behind the scenes, and they were all okay with it. Right. 
they were all okay with it. And so there's this argument going on right now about, well, there's no ethical consumption, so what does it matter? And it's like, the the thing is the... Kevin Smith literally says it in, in Clerks 1. He said, like, there's there's a moment in Clerks 1 where they're like, well, so the Death Star, the real tragedy of Return of the, of the Jedi is that they just kill a bunch of low con, like low pay contract workers, and they don't actually kill anybody from the Sith. Um, so right. it's like cruel and bad of the leftists with lasers to kill those innocent workers. And then a worker comes over and goes, "Well, look, I mean, if I was to go work for the Empire, knowing that they were fascists." I would accept that it was possible that I could get killed doing that because right. I know that that's wrong. So um, the thing is, <laughs> like, all of those people that worked on this Kevin Smith, uh, the, these Kevin Smith movies, and all the people that allow his behavior and are completely okay with his jokes and laugh along with his stupid, stupid, misogynistic rape culture behavior, uh, they all knew what they were doing. They all were not stupid. They all were lucid, accepted what was going to happen because of the jokes. They were there. They shot them, and they thought they were fine. Well, it's because of the fucking wine scene culture. Like, If they didn't think they were fine, they would have fucking walked. Yeah. Easy. I mean, listen, I've worked a lot of jobs, but I'll walk a job if somebody does some racist shit to me. Yeah. <laughs> if somebody says some racist shit in my vicinity, I'm gone. Right. Like, so everybody on set knew what was going on and they didn't care. And that is the definition of American cinema. Yeah. Especially in this time. It's, I know that this is wrong, but I don't care. Mm -hmm. Because it's just a stupid dick comedy. I just, I hate it. Yeah, no, it's the worst. It's the worst. And so I used to mince words about this and be like, well, you know, I know a lot of people like Kevin Smith, but no, the reality is his movies perpetuate a lot of rape culture. That's kind of bad. They're rapey. Um, they're sexist. They're, they're <laughs> racist. And I'm trying, I'm trying desperately to find good things to say about them. And I, I genuinely like when I go do some cultural anthropology, I go do some digging, right? And mm -hmm. I want to watch these movies. I watched them trying to see what the appeal was. And I hate the answers that I often find when I go looking because they're usually, unfortunately, simple. Right. And so in this circumstance, the answer is very simple. Like, these movies exist because Kevin Smith, like, wanted to communicate that like rape culture stuff and like all the shitty dude behaviors like that college assholes mm -hmm. do are completely fine and normal and there's nothing wrong with them and they continue a long tradition of doing so in comedies i mean fucking animal house has like a 15 year old girl rape scene in it like almost and it's like played for laughs right so like this kind of shit be happening right well and it's like you know when when someone is the the director the producer the editor it's on them right it's right like, if you're gonna put your name all over it then it's you man it's yeah. you bud so fuck kevin smith fuck his movies fuck his sense of humor like just, just fuck him like yeah. it's like well so so now real briefly he <clears throat> He he uh he had a, like a kind of a bad 
a bad time, right? Uh, he's a complainer. Oh, is um, he? Yeah, he's a, oh, he's a complainer. Like, he his podcast is him complaining about different people he's worked with in his career, and that's about it. Like, that's all he does. He has no real... Uh, charity or respect for the people that he works with. He he is like constantly talking shit um, about everybody, uh, and that's kind of his his bit. So, um, this got him in trouble. Finally, finally. Uh, <laughs> so so we watched all of these movies, but but then there's this little post bit where you know like so there's like Chasing Amy, very popular movie about how a guy can't fuck a lesbian, so he has to punch drywall. Um, and then like that ends up in the Criterion collection because Criterion loves it when people punch drywall over women and <laughs> haven't you seen marriage story? Uh, it's still going on. Uh, so, um, <laughs> the punch and drywall thing, man, what's up with that? Uh, what's up with like God people, damn it, people making damn. movies? <laughs> about about Kyle's. justifying people like people being kyle's yeah yeah um so. why won't you masturbate let me play xbox Gah. right come on um come on just 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 like clean my room and do my dishes and take care of me you know you know i'm not that unreasonable i'm never gonna shower but go fuck yourself you know um but you're never gonna shower and you need to suck my dick yeah and i don't care how bad it tastes um, yeah, but I mean, Kevin Smith's wife, uh, Jennifer Schwabach, uh, still gargles his balls and, uh, uh, drinks his cum or whatever. Uh, that's what he said. That's the tweet. Uh, let me find the exact tweet while we're continuing to talk about this, but let me find the exact very good Kevin Smith All tweet. Right. As a matter of fact, I'm going to just look up very good Kevin Smith all right, while you do that, I'm just gonna Tweets. I'm just gonna inhale this this uh, this paint. paint primer until it doesn't until until I'm not as angry anymore. Ten years in, and we bone like we're cheating on each other with each other. A decade plus, and her clit brown taint area still pones my dick. That's what Kevin Smith said about his wife. Very very tasteful, Kevin. Uh, he's a wife guy, you know. Oof, <laughs> I. God bless. All right. On that note. Um. Well, hold on. Hold on. You have more to say? I. I mean, of course I do. Because <laughs> um, I gotta go commit paint flavored suicide here in a second. So okay, you better, very you fair. better hurry up. Well, all right. So Kevin Smith, um, w- chasing Amy and stuff. But then he got his comeuppance because he made Cop Out, pissed off Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis mistreated him on set because he deserved it. And then uh, Bruce Willis like clocked the fuck out. They made the worst movie ever made. Like Cop Out is so bad. Um, and of course, Jersey Girl is also spicy and fun. Lots of punching drywall in all these films. Um, <clears throat> and then he started his podcast empire uh, went to like reality TV, made Comic Book Men, basically a show about his uh, hack friends stealing money from uh, enthusiasts uh, like Pawn Stars, which is great. And, and they did eight seasons of that, some bitch, uh, <laughs> because there is no God. Uh, and then, uh, and then he got an idea to make a horror movie about the gay experience. And that movie is called Red State. Huh. And that movie is a horror movie about the gay experience in America. 
That was verbatim why he made it. And so that was the first movie he ever made with a distinct purpose. Now, we have not yet watched this film, but I have seen it. Uh, and it was not very good. No. Um, not very good. I'm sorry to, to process judgment now. Um, and then after that, um, so he made this very serious horror movie. People didn't like it. They thought it was pathetic uh, because Kevin Smith made it. Um, and Kevin Smith is pathetic. So he was like, well, clearly I can't do anything like super serious. So I'm just going to make a jokey joke horror comedy. Mm-hmm. And that's when he made Tusk, which is the most inappropriate horror comedy that's so unacceptable and super not funny that ever did get made. Uh, it's just a hideously inappropriate comedy. Um, uh, and then he made Yoga Hosers, a vehicle movie for his daughter and Johnny Depp's daughter to be convenience store workers like in Clerks, but in Canada. So he made Clerks in Canada with his daughter, with Johnny Depp's daughter, and neither of them can act, and it's the worst thing imaginable that God ever wrought. Um, but luckily, it's a whole movie, uh, and the villain is uh, some sausage Nazis played by Kevin Smith. It's uh, embarrassing. Uh, uh, sausage Nazis? <laughs> yep. And so uh, to, to, to wrap it all up, he also has made a Jay and Silent Bob reboot film recently uh, oh. where they are older. And let me tell you what, they're older. I, I, I know I said I never want to watch another Kevin Smith movie again. We're I... going to watch all of these, homie. Oh, We're not. What the fuck? You're going to commit suicide now? You're, dude, if, if, if I was committing suicide over something as minor as watching Kevin Smith movies, you would just laugh at me. <laughs> Based on the bullshit that we've had to deal with in my life. Like, fuck Kevin Smith, but I'm not. No. You can kill yourself when we finished watching Tusk. That's when I wanted to. <laughs> Then only then can you die. So basically, uh, this has been season two, season poo. Um, I can't believe this shit, dude. We've done two fucking seasons of yeah, podcast. Have. I thought we would do like <laughs> two fucking episodes. Yeah, and then and then you were gonna be like, "Ooh, Ellen rings out." But then that no, you you give a shit. Surprisingly, yeah. Neo gives a fuck about the podcast. Yeah, I look do. at this. Um, well, you know, throw us some support. Right. We've done a couple of seasons of this shit now. We're going to go watch some, uh, some more Kevin, uh, movies and, um, move to Colorado. So yeah. I'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye.